0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 469, Predictably Irrational, part one, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I am Dan, your host and narrator, bringing you each weekday some of the best blogs on personal finance in audio form. And uh, I want to let you know also, as I often do, that you can chime in and let us know what you'd like to be hearing about. Uh, Send those topic requests to us by visiting oldpodcast.com. And I also want to thank Health IQ for sponsoring this episode. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. You can learn more and get a free quote at healthiq.com slash finance. Now let's get to today's post as we start optimizing your life. Predictably Irrational, part one by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. As an economic unit in a capitalist economy, you probably spend most of your time scurrying about maximizing your utility. You buy things which give you pleasure or sell them when the cash you'd receive is greater than the pleasure of keeping them. You choose the job that offers the best trade-off between things like pay, stress, and time consumed in an industry you chose based on the same criteria. Even your leisure time is rationally allocated, optimized to get the most happiness from a finite amount of time, with cost factored in and weighed against the amount of extra work required to pay for leisure spending. Although you're probably having a good laugh at my deliberately optimistic oversimplification, this is the basis of free market capitalism itself, and to a certain extent, it works. In fact, most of the good aspects of our great leaps forward since the Industrial Revolution are byproducts of this free enterprise and trade. Neat inventions in food production, medicine, clothing, and everything else that brings us long lives and comfort are side effects of the incredible ingenuity unleashed by setting smart and hardworking people free to run. Now, if that were the whole story, we could just shut down the government and sign an Ayn Rand novel into law and be done with it. But anyone with more than a cursory understanding of the market system is probably waiting to point out the other side of it. Most of the bad aspects of modern society are brought about by the failure of humans to properly maximize their utility. We make some incredibly stupid decisions, and the byproduct is pain, untimely death, and inefficiency. The standard opinion on this inefficiency is that it's just a few bad apples in an otherwise good system. Most of us do well at running our lives, don't we? We know what we want, and our system is good at delivering it to us. But I'd say there is more to the story. Most Americans, for example, are deep in unnecessary debt overweight and poorly nourished, inactive and stressed out, and self-sentenced to a mandatory career of unsatisfying work just to stay afloat. We constantly buy things we can't afford and don't need, and the majority of the trading we do does not increase our net happiness. And all of this is done with virtually no awareness of how we are affecting our own ecosystem, the tiny veneer of air and plants that is the only thing between us and the lifeless vacuum of space. In fact, it would be difficult to imagine a less efficient way to maximize utility than what the modern consumer does. Given all this freedom, why do we screw things up so royally? Is there a way to maintain the power of the market while getting around the general idiocy of our own species? Fortunately, the answer is built right into you in the form of the genetic program you received at birth. The reason we suck at running our own lives is that we are evolved and programmed for a completely different set of surroundings but this handicap can be overcome. By learning about our own weaknesses, we can compensate for them and lead much more productive, powerful, and happy lives. This is where the title of this article comes in. I recently read the book Predictably Irrational by Dan Ariely at the recommendation of some readers. It's not often that I find a book that crystallizes so many interesting concepts in one swipe, but this book does it. Everything the author proposes just makes so much sense. But as an MIT behavioral economist with three books and over 75 published papers on his resume, these are not just the blowhard opinions of a financial blogger. The man actually does his own research and has an uncanny way of sharing it with the world with perfect accessibility. There were a few key lessons that stuck with me after finishing this book. They're useful not just as curiosities of human nature, but as practical tools for overriding our innate ridiculousness and learning to live more sensibly. When applied to personal finance, This equates to easily amassing way more money than everyone else. Relativity. Humans make decisions in relative terms rather than absolute ones. Given a restaurant menu with varying prices, people tend to avoid the most expensive item but are very comfortable choosing the second one on the list. Restaurants have learned this so they will often insert a decoy expensive dish which may cost no more to prepare than the others which allows them to raise the price of everything else, making all alternatives look like comparative bargains. The same thing happens when shopping for clothes, cars, or television sets. Rationally, we should be comparing list prices to all other ways of meeting the same needs and to our own income. But our genetic wiring wants us to make quick decisions and move on. And in prehistoric times, comparing in relative terms was the way to get this done. But this built-in flaw has implications on much bigger things than restaurant choices. We design our entire lifestyles by looking around us to see what everyone else is doing. Most of us position ourselves in the middle of the herd and start feeling deprived if we sense we are near the bottom. The problem arises when the herd is comprised mostly of sheep, responding blindly to their own irrational instincts. So as a society, we have a tendency to automatically run ourselves straight off the nearest cliff. Market norms versus social norms. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Predictably Irrational by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I will, of course, wrap this post up for you tomorrow. And big thanks again to Health IQ for sponsoring this episode. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. In fact, 56% of Health IQ customers save between four and 33% on their life insurance. They're able to do that because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. Just like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a health conscious lifestyle. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com finance or mention the promo code finance when you talk to a Health IQ agent. And that's going to do it for another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a happy Thursday, everybody. Thanks so much for listening all the way through. And I will see you in the Friday show tomorrow, where we'll finish up this post. That's where your optimal life awaits.